Hey, hey y'all. y'all. And welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Generation podcast, where we bring you a not-so-healthy dose of humor and reality as we get our hands dirty with some serious nostalgia and question everything. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. And today, we are watching. I didn't introduce us. No, you did. You're just that excited to watch Vox Machina. Hi, I'm Misty. <laughs> it's Ani. <laughs> Today we're watching The Legend of Vox Machina. Yay! So we're going to be watching uh, The Legend of Vox Machina. And uh, we, the idea is to get through the whole um, first season, at least. We'll probably watch season two as well. Um, but we're going to do them about two episodes at a time, I think, because the episodes... How long are the episodes? um let's see they're not horribly long and there's only i think yeah there's it's only, there's like only half minutes. an hour so yeah. we're gonna watch two episodes like more two legend of vox machina episodes per episodes for the podcast and uh yeah so our dia that'll put us at six six legend episodes. of vox machina episodes yeah so yeah. our kind of our idea going forward is that we in the past, we've been doing review episodes that are just movies. And we'll do series. Like, we did Twilight and we did Harry Potter and stuff like that. And in but the they future, are long movie series. Yeah. and But in, like, in the future and stuff like that, we'll do, like, Star Wars and stuff like that at some point. But we didn't want to just do large series and things like that. So our idea is, is to start a new series, but to start them as TV shows. Like The Legend of Vox Machina or The Hell of a Boss series, which is on YouTube. Um... We decided if we're going to tackle a new series to change it up a little bit and try this format instead. Um, we really liked the way we did Hell of a Boss. And uh, that was a lot of fun for us. And it was nice just to like like start a series but not have to watch all of it in one sitting. So what we've decided to do is we're going to trade off watching Hell of a Boss and The Legend of Vox Machina. So once a month you're going to get an episode of us watching two of those episodes. And we'll go back and forth between the series. Which, yeah, it'll it'll take a little while. There might be like a month or so where we like watch more of this. But uh, it, it's this way so we can continue a series. But also the one of the other weeks that we have, we can watch something else. So it won't be... And we be cannot ju- get rid of our D&D slot. Not happening. Sorry. No. Bye. And our other slot is tea time. So we every in case you guys haven't noticed our pattern, every month we have two review episodes, and then we have two uh, we have one tea time episode, and then we have a D and D episode. And so we're just kind of trying to play around with our review episode slots. So one of them is always going to be either Hell of a Boss or Legend of Vox Machina, um, and then the other one will just kind of be like an unknown situation of whatever we're feeling for the month, or maybe we're just feeling. Legend of Vox Machina or Hell of a Boss, and we'll watch, you know, we'll do an episode of each in the month. But uh, going forward, we do have some themed things coming out, so we're going to try and, uh, um, like, keep up with that and stuff like that. So, because uh, in June and July, we do have some themed months coming up. We'll tell you about that when it gets a little closer. In April, we will have a themed month as well. And um, don't forget, so- we've, it's already Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. We've had a themed month since the beginning of the year. <laughs> well, I mean, was January a theme, though? Did we really theme that? We've themed this month, but I don't know if I'd say we'd themed January. Because we didn't really watch anything New Year's. We just we did a New Year's episode. But I don't think we really watched and, like, Fair. To... Fair. 
Yeah. So, but going forward, we're going to try and uh, we'll do a couple of theme months here and there. We've got a couple planned out. And he says and by here that, and there when really we've mapped out the entire year for. Um, that's fair. For, we've, uh, we, well, we've mapped out most of the year. Um, I mean, come on. February, Valentine's. March, St. Paddy's. April. No, spoil all of it. It's got to be a surprise. Okay, we don't have a theme for May, I don't think. Maybe. I don't think no. We have, we have one for June and July. I don't think we have one for August or September. We do for October and Obviously. December as well. So, like, that's fine. But there's a couple of, like, you know, looser things in there. And in those those months where we don't really have an ongoing theme, maybe we'll do an episode of Hell of a Boss and Vox Machina, you know? Or maybe... We'll just watch something else. Like at some point we want to watch like Disney movies and at some point we need to start Star Wars. <laughs> I know like you're that, just so. completely dredging Star Wars. But but like one of the things about doing these series, these TV series, is to break that up so we don't spend Forever. several review episodes in a row watching one series. So like we don't watch all of Star Wars at once. We don't watch all of everything. Because like as much as we enjoy harry potter it was literally all we watched for months for a year like almost like it was so it long. took us so long it was so long it was seven months of watching there you go seven months it was uh well i don't know if it well it came out over the course of seven months because it was like an episode like a part per thing but we would record the parts together in one sitting so we might have yeah recorded. we would usually watch the whole film in one go yeah. but still so it was probably we'll say we'll round it down to maybe like five months because of the the way our schedule worked out so it's still that's a lot and the same thing with twilight like it was a lot to sit and just watch one series and uh like over as much as we enjoy both of those things like again. It, it does get old so we decided to trade it up like this a little bit um the Hell of a Boss series will be a lot shorter. It, the first season for them is only seven episodes. And we've done the first two already. So we'll probably... So, well, no, it's eight episodes, technically, because episode zero. So we, we've got a few more episodes. Um, we've got six more episodes. They're really short. We might split them in two each. We might split them in three just because those episodes are like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, they're really short. Yeah, yeah so... We've got probably at least two more Hell of a Boss episodes coming out to cover season one. Um, and then season two at the moment, I think, only has like two episodes out. So we'll see if we'll, we'll do Hell of a Boss season two. But if we do that, we will get through Legend of Vox Machina before we start season two of Hell of a Boss. So it's just a way for us to change up the content a little bit, change up what you guys listen to. That way it's not stagnant. And, you know. Maybe you guys don't like one of those series. That way you're not getting bombarded with several months worth of just the one series. So it's just to keep everybody entertained, including us. So, but uh, it should be fun. Um, I'm super excited about both. I love uh, Hell of a Boss. I think I, I literally watched all of it in like one sitting. Um, I, I believe that because it's, again, like I said, it's short. It's, it's super I short. I do the but same thing. Yeah, and it's also super entertaining. So, um, but and then Legend of Vox Machina, I've been meaning to watch. I've seen the first couple episodes. I did watch them when they came out, uh, like the first, I think the first two, maybe three episodes when they first came out. Um, 
but I am super familiar with Critical Role in, in general, as anybody who's listened to our D&D campaign can attest to, because our D&D campaign is set in Exandria, which is where the world of Critical Role and the Legend of Vox Machina is set. Um, our campaign is on a different continent than this, so... Um, so, how you won't know. I, like, I don't know. You'll, you'll yeah, like, I'll... I'll I, I do know a lot about even the first campaign, uh, even though the first campaign is the only one I didn't, like, watch a whole lot of. Um, I've seen a lot of the second campaign and a lot of the current third campaign, but they are in the process of animating their second campaign. And if and when they animate their second campaign, that is the one continent that our campaign is set on. And I'm super excited for that because then I can show you guys what the world you're in looks like so a little more accurately so i'm super excited about that so um not that you where our campaign goes and where the mighty nine go will cross over anytime soon <laughs> you guys are starting in an area where their campaign ends so yeah okay they have to meet in the middle somewhere so but um, it'll be a lot of fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to all of that. I'm also super looking forward to uh, watching The Legend of Vox Machina and my some of my favorite characters, which is Percy. I love, I fucking love Percy, um, and Keyleth. I love Keyleth. So actually, I, I, Keyleth's probably my favorite, and then it's Percy, the dramatic bitch. And I do mean Percy when I say that. And anybody who knows anything about Campaign One will agree with me. He's a dramatic bitch. I love him, but he's a dramatic. Okay. And like that, woe is me, goth boy, dramatic. So. Ah, yes, yes, but with yes. with a gun, so. Oh, with a gun, yes. He invented guns. He invented <laughs> guns in this world. He is the creator of guns and the reason they exist. And it's just like, okay. Percy, yeah, you got I, issues. I, yeah, and it's it screams Misty. Misty's a type. Little, a, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Right. So so we're going to start this off by watching the first two episodes of The Legend of Vox Machina. And um, yeah, I, I'm, I'd love to watch the little details of like what I know was game mechanics from like the like them playing the game and like that's why shit fucked up because I know somebody <laughs> rolled really low or like they don't know something because like their stats and that really sucked. So, but um, as we go, I guess I'll explain a little bit about the characters for anybody who doesn't who hasn't seen it as we go too. So, um, but yeah, are you so. ready? I'm very ready. So okay. let us get into the legend of Vox Machina. Vox Machina. An Amazon original. <laughs> <laughs> they went with Amazon because it was the only people who um, wouldn't make them change a bunch of shit. Because they wanted to make it PG. Everybody else wanted to make it PG. And they're like, no. No. <laughs> they're murder hobos. Like, no. No. Look how pretty. All those corpses. A time of peace. Oh, look, corpses. Oh, Jesus. Immediately somebody's dead. Oh, my God. Yep. Well, just got his head sliced horizontally in half. And that one got burnt to a crisp. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah, those legendary heroes are dead real fast. The narrator is... Matt Mercer. Matt Mercer, right? Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. 
And the person talking now as that general is David Tennant. Yes. Yes, it is. It took me just a a bit to figure that out. I'm like, Uh I know this. Ah, there it is. Yeah. Lady Alora. And there's Grog, the barbarian. He can't read or write. Why do we always play drinking games with a guy twice our size? That's a good (laughs) question. Yeah, because Grog's not going to lose. And there's the little forest witch that just says, I can't take that. Forest witch? She's a druid. (laughs) (laughs) She's also the heir to her people. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. She's a uh, she's an elf. Um, And then the the two over here with the dark hair. That's they're twins. Vaxel Dan. Yeah, they're twins. It's Vaxel Dan, which is the boy. And then uh, Vexalia, which is the girl. They're half elves. Um, she's a ranger like Jazara is, and then uh, Vax is a rogue. I'm not looking for trouble. Vox Machina is always looking for trouble. Vox Machina has Val energy, or Val has Vox Machina energy. I would say Val kind of has like a cross between like Vax and Scanlan energy. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like, there's a there's a cross between Vax and Scanlan energy that's happening. Yes, I fucking love Scanlan <laughs> and Vox. And then there's um there's Pike, and she's the the chick with the white hair here. She's a cleric, like Ash is. Right. <laughs> She's also one of those don't fuck with me kinds of people. She's like real sweet until you piss her off. Yeah, but she kind of really got on my nerves at one point. Oh, uh, Pike? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's Percy. I think his full name is, uh, his full name is ridiculous and he gets made fun of for it all the time. His full name is Percival Frederickstein von Musel Kowalski de Rolo III. And he introduces himself that way all the time. Yeah. Really? I like why does this happen like, every time we go out drinking? Really? He was like, why do we get into bar fights every time we go drinking? Oh, and they have a bear. A full-sized bear named Trinket, who lives in a necklace. Cute name. And he's got, you know. Armor. The, the, sa- the armor, yeah. Yeah, they don't want anything to happen to him. And then Scanlan, fucking Scanlan, naked with a uh, liar or banjo ban- or something over his junk. It's a liar, yeah. A liar. Yeah, Scanlan's a bard. He's the stereotypical horny bard. <laughs> Poor Percy. He's like, I am at a horrible angle. It's like I've got thrown through a wall, and now I have to look <laughs> at your naked self, Scanlan. You drink me dry. Oh my god. <laughs> She's like, no, no, go back down there. Just cut to the next scene and just legs up in the air. Yep, yep. Scanlan's having a good time. We don't have any money because we're Despite poor. the fact that she just handed Vax all of her money. Yep. <laughs> Aww. No and one they got kicked him. out of another bar. And like, Amon, the city that they're in, like, they say they've gotten banned from every tavern in Amon. It's not a small city. It's a fucking capital of a <laughs> continent. Like, it's not small. There's no way they could have gotten barred it's from everything. It's the fucking day. LA of Taldore. <laughs> like, it's not small. Nah. I was like, why don't we do something good for once? And like, no. <laughs> no. The druid, what's her name? Keela. Keela. 
name because Vax and Vex. Vex and his sister just went, fuck you. Vax and Vex. That's their name. Vax and Vex. Yeah. Keyleth's just like, why are we doing this? Like, the twins are in it for themselves. And they're like, fuck you. And Grog just wants to murder everybody. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. And just like Percy doesn't want to be seen with us in public. And he's not even yes. looking at them. And Scanlan just goes to pee Makes in front piss. of the wall. All right, and he's peeing on someone's knees now. What that what Scanlan needs is to see that sign in the parking lot in downtown Los Angeles <laughs> that says, "Don't be please, here. Please don't be here. Ah. Have culture. <laughs> oh. Lots of money. Oh, I can see his balls. <laughs> Imagine, look at those stairs on that fucking castle." I didn't need to see cartoon Scanlan balls. <laughs> the bear's your problem? Really? Right? That's what has to wait outside? Look how big those doors are. Like, holy shit. And the bear just sits there all sad. He's just like, do you know how many stairs I climbed? <laughs> oh, then the last messenger never returned from Whitestone because of the Briarwoods? I wonder why. Right? I wonder why. <laughs> Who the hell are you? <laughs> Honestly, we don't care. Ugh, I just love listening to David Tennant talk. Uh-huh. Scanlon's gonna sing. <laughs> I know he it's like- He did this in the campaign. He sang a lot in the campaign. I know. I know. And it's just- I just can't get over because I cannot get to that. Like, I, I can't even see myself even doing that. Oh, yeah. No, there's a reason none of us are bards. No. <laughs> Forget which one is which. <laughs> oh, God. He's going to rap. Yeah. No. Yeah. He did this shit all through the campaign. puking <laughs> in the back like I they can't. literally just put on a whole performance for the king <laughs> their reputation is like, less than stellar the king is like well they have a bear so right <laughs> that that's his like that's the selling point they have a bear like they have a bear like they all look like drunken slum dwellers at the moment i mean that's an apt description of what they are <laughs> See, that's one of the things I was talking about. The way, like, Vax and she, or Vax, she holds her head like she has a headache. Because yeah. that's a game mechanic they're trying to figure out how to explain. The fact that she has a sense that when dragons are near, she gets alerted. And that's a, an ability that she and has. And that's how she gets alerted. And they're trying to explain it in the game. That, that Ooh, makes sense, though. Look at the pretty sky ship. Those crystals that are around the ship yeah. don't get ex really fully explained until the third campaign. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Scanlan comes in to ruin the moment. Scanlan has no sense of timing. <laughs> Gnome. I wonder how Val would do on a airship. You gonna find out. <laughs> I'll put you on a. I'll put you on the moon. Which one? <laughs> Find 
They're like, we're literally just in this for, for the money, lady. Like, just, just the Seriously, money. Seriously, lady, we don't care. Just, just money. Yeah. <laughs> don't uh, fuck this up. <laughs> it's like the uh, skyship thing was a one-way ticket. You will be walking back. And Scanlan's like, that's fine. We'll get paid though, right? <laughs> so they've been sent on a mission to find out what's been destroying villages. And uh, they just dropped off to this area to go find out what it is. And Kayla talks to the trees. Yeah, Kayla can talk to trees. It's a spell, actually. Speak with plants. Fair. Scanlan, you little prick. Just tormenting. It's like Mr. Fisherman, if that is your real name. It's probably not. Um, <laughs> Mike is just like, you want me to perform a blessing? Sure. Which kind of, which is kind of weird because she's a cleric. Yeah, she's a cleric of the Everlight, though, and not a lot of people are aware of the Everlight. So? <laughs> Even the guy's just like, you sure? It's like she, uh... <coughs> are you a wizard? No. Vex no. is the farthest thing from a wizard. Yeah, Vax is showing him how to do the little coin trick of you flipping it over your fingers. You know, the one you saw Johnny Depp do in yeah. Caribbean? Yep. You heard wings beating. And a storm. Okay. I wonder what that could be. And those are some big trees that knocked down. Trick and f- Tricket. Trinket found a big old footprint. <laughs> so now they're traversing down a mountain. I mean, I wonder why they didn't. No one just blurted out dragon. They didn't know it was a dragon. But I mean, come on. Big. There are giant up. flying things in the world. Okay. Fine. Oh, now they found hum- human footprints. So you hope they're human. That's fair. She's got her little sixth sense tingly ranger ability headache. A little high pitch. <laughs> I have a migraine coming. Uh huh. Oh, it's a goat. It's a mountain goat. Me. <laughs> it's giving me Sir Goosington vibes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, the goat's dead. The goat's dead. <clears throat> and that's definitely a really big fucking blue dragon. And at this point in the campaign, they are such low-level characters. And that is an adult fucking blue dragon. And bl- the different color of the dragons tell you what it is, what their elemental ability is. So, like, blue dragons spit lightning. Okay, that's fair. That's a uh, D&D concept. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that in Fairy Tale, too. The different dragons are different yeah. colors. Yeah. But all, like, red dragons breathe fire. All, yeah. you know, like, it goes that way. So, black dragons are poisonous. There's uh, the main colors, like the red, blue, and all. And then there's the metallic colors, yeah. too. So, and those ones are slightly different. The ones that are, like, main colors, like red and blue, like that, are all by nature completely evil, like, pure evil. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah, the metallic ones are not. The metallic ones are uh, usually neutral or good. Man, they are getting obliterated what by a dragon. Are they here? Oh, this is towards the start of their campaign. Fuck. Five I'm going to go with? I'm not really certain. I know they were super low level at this point. So. Wow, they got more level than we do. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't throw a fucking full dragon edge either. I wouldn't be surprised if you did, though. Like, if a giant kraken came out of the water from our last episode, last session, 
Like, I honestly thought there was a Kraken coming. I'm like, no, it's just the King of the Harpies. I'm like, oh. <laughs> they are level nine here. Oh, shit. They're level nine and they still get wrecked. Yeah. Level, like, eight or nine. I had to Google you that satisfied? One. You killed them. Yeah, the dragon hand. crushed them under a bunch of the mountain. Crap in the bronze ass! Yeah, this is oh, what robotic feels like, getting crushed by a bunch of rocks. Thanks to Keyleth for the giant shrub. Keyleth is in, like, complete Keyleth shock. Keyleth has really bad anxiety. She's yeah. she's an anxious child. She's also pretty young, all things considered. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Grog, it's just a flesh wound. There's, I can it's see just, your ribs, sir. I can. There's I, a lot of bone right there. Weak link. My Asha is stronger than you. Uh, Pike fully fights a god at some point <laughs> in a battle royale between all of them. Pike won. Okay. Don't fuck with the cleric. Ashton has a lot of potential to be one of the most powerful people ever. Yeah, the thing is, I... like she can kick your ass and then heal all of the damage you do to her. And so, like, she just will guarantee that if she does enough damage to you, she could just keep healing herself, and she'll be fine. Yeah. Asha at full level is gonna be a scary thing to go across. Especially if she ends up multi-classing. Oh. Yeah. So, the reason Vax and Vex hate dragons so much is one destroyed their village and They're killed their mother. Why they weren't there. And because of her so, ability, she can tell one of the council members of Amon has something to do with the dragons because she can sense it. And of course we have Mr. Creepy Elf Guy. Creepy Creepy Creeperson? Yes, Creepy Creepy Creeperson. From Creepsville. <laughs> to take, you know, to fill the slot of you look menacing. Yeah. The thing about Pike is that because of Ashley Johnson, who's plays Pike, her job um, required her to leave town a lot, so she couldn't always be there. <coughs> so oh. Pike's character will come in and out of the episode. That's why Pike just fucking left. Yeah, because she is under contract as a voice actress and had to constantly yeah. do her work. So her That's characters fair. come and go and continues to do so in their second campaign, too, as her second character comes and goes a lot, too. Okay. But they explain Pike's coming and going by her, like, being able to, like, spiritually project herself wherever she Yeah. Is. And the party gets back to the village they were just in with, like, the kids and everything, and it's been wiped Everyone off Everyone is dead. Yep. So much for your healing spell. Not healing spell, your blessing. blessing. Oh, there's someone making a noise. And he's not gonna make it. I don't know if, like, the fact that her not being able to heal him was, like, a thing that they did in the campaign because, like, they were out of spell slots, or if because Pike wasn't actually there to heal this child. Oh. I mean, she must have been there, I think. No, I don't know, because, like, I don't know if at the time, like, Ashley that. I love Grog. He's like, I don't like losing, but now I'm feeling things, so... I don't like to feel... Only smash. No, they're gonna go fight a dragon. 
Oh, if only it was just one. Right? And Vex is just, no, Vax. Vax, Vax is the boy. No, the, the girl. Vex. Vex. God, I'm, I'm going to get that fucked up constantly. Vex <laughs> is like, well, we're, you all know we're going to die a horrible death, right? Yep. Yep. Pretty and much. on that note, episode one is over. Yeah, we've gotten through all of episode one. It felt really fast. So. Right? And they're just like, yeah, well, you know we're about to die, right? Oh. It's like, yeah, we're aware. The reason they start at like level eight and nine is because they started their campaign without streaming it. And they decided. Yes. So there's a whole bunch of it that's like nobody's ever seen because it was before they streamed any of it. And they actually uh, like how everybody met and everything. Um, They released a comic book series. And in fact, they're still working on it. It's called The Origins of Vox Machina. And they put those first episodes down in comic book format so people can go back and see how they all met and stuff like that. So Cute. Yeah. Let's get to episode two. So who is your favorite so far? Or do you have a favorite yet? Who is my favorite so far? Vax. Vax. That's fair. He's pretty cool. It's Vax. And then a close second is uh, Scanlan. Scanlan. Scanlan's pretty cool. So, Scanlan's a whore. Scanlan is a whore. <laughs> He's very much a whore. Um, and he owns it. Like, I should send you a video of some of Sam Regal, uh, the person who plays Scanlan. The uh, songs he made up during the campaign. Like, because he made up all of the songs that Scanlan sang, most of them off the top of his head. So, and he's How? Like, I have no idea. He's very good at it. He does it all the time. So um but uh he uh he writes a lot of the music um like the intro music for okay uh, the campaign too so but he's uh, just he's just musically inclined he's yeah. very musically inclined and some of them are really good too some of them are shit <laughs> but like on purpose but some, a lot of them are really shit good. on purpose yeah so but uh yeah so he writes most of the music and stuff like that a lot of them are like riffs off of uh like real songs and stuff like that so um but he'll do them like to the tune of real songs and stuff so but uh i'll have to send them to you because it's fucking hilarious yes please yeah so but uh so far well not so far but like my favorite characters are keyleth and percy and they've it's always been keyleth and percy so i see percy why keyleth well it you know like i really was drawn to like keyleth and her her character growth like over time like i i some people were annoyed with keyleth and her character especially in the beginning i gotta tell you people were not nice to marisha ray at all about her like they were mean to that woman why because they hated keyleth and uh and keyleth the thing about her is you have to understand is she's socially awkward and very anxious and very young like very anxious and very young and she's, she's what, like 18 something like she, she yeah she's she's pretty young yeah. she's somewhere between 18 and i think like 21 something something like that but this is her first foray from home you know and everything yeah. like that and like a bunch of shits happened and she she left home because she's supposed to eventually become the leader but she left so she could learn to grow and grow strong enough to take on the trials that she has to pass in order to become the leader of her people and 
but she's a very anxious person. She's very insecure about her abilities and everything like that. And she, so she has a hard time believing in herself and she has no like self-confidence in herself either. So like, it's, it's not that she's, that Marisha Ray played her as a bad character or anything like that. It's just, you have to understand the kind of character that she is because she, Marisha Ray plays her very well. Yeah. You, she's just not the typical D and D character you would expect. And uh, people just gave her all kinds of shit for Keyleth. Just all fucking kinds of shit for Keyleth. They were, there was a lot of cyberbullying that happened because That's of people. That's horrible. Yeah, because people didn't like Keyleth. And it's just like, I, you know, and I, I think that's one of the things I liked about Keyleth, you know, is that I liked the way that Marisha Ray played her and was, it was very, she was very different and she was very genuine. I also really like Druids. I love Druids. <laughs> My favorite D&D class um, is Druids. And if uh, one day, like if we do something else, I'll play a, um, a Druid. Oh yeah. But like a specifically the, uh uh the star druid that's really fun you turn into a constellation it's really cool yeah um but uh uh you know like it just it just i really enjoyed the way she portrayed her character and just all the effort she put into it and i i you know like i liked both marisha ray and keyleth all at once so and like keyleth grows into being exceptionally powerful and she has a huge amount of magical potential and stuff like that too so i like the fact that she plays her as somebody who's very insecure and has a lot of like self-doubt and anxiety but actually goes through the stages of growing her character out and no, she goes like, through she for sure goes through like a legit character development arc yeah she does and like that's one of the, the things that i really liked about her character and the way marisha ray portrayed her and everything like that is she actually puts in the work for all the character development and doesn't just go like gung-ho fighter you know like i'm the best of the best you know it it was different and i enjoyed that so but uh and percy is just because i have terrible taste in men well i know like i said i already know why the percy one so (laughs) yeah keyleth in all honesty my liking keyleth surprised me too because normally that kind of character really irritates me like we're all aware of my dislike of like Hinata from Naruto and like Horihime <laughs> from Bleach and I fucking can't stand that and in some ways like even Lucy from Fairy Tale before she got her shit together um but uh like the 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 meeker like woman and stuff like that tends to piss me off but uh I liked Keyleth because I thought instead of just being like afraid for the femme fatale point like she was a af- you know like afraid because she was genuinely had reasons for fear you know, yeah. and it was an actual part of her character that was developed on over time, and I liked that. So, but I like Keyleth. She's she's one of my favorites, and I just like the fact that she grows and you know she works on herself. So, and isn't just like a murder hobo. So, it's not that I don't like hobo. the classic murder hobo because that is Percy. Um, <laughs> but Percy uh, is a murder hobo. Yeah, yes. but yeah, I think Keyleth is my favorite. She also has. Like, if, at the end of the campaign, the girl can turn into a fucking dragon. So, you know, like, and control the weather. So, yeah. Uh, an uh, attribute that Val really, really, really wants to turn into a dragon. Yeah, beast shape, I think is a ninth. Yeah, I think that's a ninth level druid spell. I don't know what other classes get that, actually. But I can find out. Probably uh, not. Vax has something that Val's going to want. 
Vax absolutely Vax. is going to get something that Val wants. So the girl? No, the boy. Oh, the boy. What the hell does Vax get? You're gonna find out. Okay. I don't know if he gets them this season. He might not get it until next season. But I, I've seen the video footage, so I know he has it within the show. I just don't know. Okay. It, so. Something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. All right, let's start the next episode. Um, All right, let's go. Shape change is a druid, a warlock, and a wizard spell. Doesn't come to sorcerers. <sighs> now you could polymorph yourself. You'll nah. learn polymorph. Because then you can turn into a lot of different things as long as you've seen it. So you just need to see a dragon at some point. I've only seen a gingerbread dragon. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I don't think I want to turn into a gingerbread dragon. You don't know. That's fair. You don't want to be a grandma dragon. With gumdrops for spikes? <laughs> I guess technically the, the king of Amon isn't a king. He's the sovereign sovereign Uriel. How did they get David Tennant to join them. Sam Regal. He knows them. He ah. was the director on something that David Tennant worked on. There's Lucky. a there's a very famous cast here in this first season. Oh yeah. He played Rosa is one of the characters too from um Rosa from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes. She's, yeah, she's one of them too. She's also Mirabel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of very famous people in this first season. Oh, the dragon's back attacking the armies stand your ground it's a full dragon that shoots lightning like what are you gonna do i don't think your little arrow is gonna do much against the lightning dragon no you're cooked literally why didn't you start with the catapult you had like ready the catapult why did you not start with that yeah i don't think the catapult's gonna do it against a full adult dragon you just pissed it off at that point. Uh-huh. Dragons come in stages of strength, by the way, based on age. Like, okay. there's the young one, there's a baby dragon, there's the young dragon, there's the adult dragon, and there's the elder dragon, and that's the elder dragon's the one that'll... The elder dragon is a step above this dragon. So this is an adult dragon, all right. Yeah. Oof. Dropped. Yeah. From dropped a onto a huge rock height. by a dragon. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. That will do that it. Was, there was a scene in this movie that I watched. Yeah. That very much had that vibe, but I didn't see it coming in the movie. And it's in yeah. Midsommar. Okay. That movie fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know... Okay, I know now. When we when I started this, I, I was hanging out with my friend before she moved away. Yeah. All right? So we're, we're, we're at her apartment. We're eating dinner. And we're watching this film, and I have no idea like what she's about to put on. She says, mm. We're gonna watch Midsommar. I'm like, sure. I don't know what the fuck that means. Now, on top of that, we also decided we were gonna do some acid. Okay. So I love how you on- look for your mother first. <laughs> Pause the show so you can finish your story. So uh we drop some acid, we're eating, and we're watching, and again, I know nothing about Mm -hmm. this movie and i'm just i am so hyper focused right now on that on that movie like because the drugs are they're they're kicking in but i'm not getting the swirlies everywhere it's just i am just hyper focused i i am in this movie 
And I'm just going, I have no idea what's going to happen. And we're watching and we're watching. And I'm just going, some, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I'm like, they're not really. They're not. Nope, nope, they did. They 100% did. Holy shit. I'm just going, what? Because it's a whole thing about cults in like yeah. Sweden or something. And I'm like, oh, the Denmark. I don't know. Forgive. Don't come at me for where it's at. Um, I love how we say that too. Like, don't at me and don't come. No, at me. no one has ever added us. No, but I just it's, it's, I'm gonna I'm gonna cover my ass just in case. That's fair. I mean, I do it all the time, especially yeah. with D&D. Like, don't fucking at me about these <laughs> rules. Like, no. But yeah, I love that we do that. We've never gotten added. <laughs> never once have we been added. But uh, we get through the movie. And it keeps moving, and we keep watching it, and, like, it gets to a point where I actually start to question my own sanity. Well, not my sanity, my own reality, because I see shit moving. <laughs> like, she is wearing this giant flower crown on, a fl- on like, a flower topiary-type, uh, like, uh, uh, throne. Yeah. And I'm just, like, I'm just staring at the TV intently going... I'm seeing these things move because like I'm seeing like the flowers like twist and bloom and whatever, but it's so minute of a detail that you'd miss it if you weren't so hyper-focused on it. And I'm going, is this really happening or are the drugs really kicking in right now? Cause I can't tell. <laughs> so which was it? It's actually in the movie. <laughs> okay. I look over at my friend. I'm like, are, are the flowers moving? He's like, yeah, yeah. It's part of the film. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Honey, I'm in a crisis over fucking flowers. <laughs> like, I can't tell. I need to know. I should put a filter on on this. Zoom me. Just so it just slightly <laughs> moves these flowers that are right here. Just like, just a little. Just kind of go back and forth. Just like, what's happening? Just move my drink so you can't really see my hand and just go. Yeah, but see, I know I'm not on drugs right now, so it wouldn't really question. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I can't try to make you question your sanity. Like, shit. Where's the fun of that if I can't do that? So. I'll give you that. That's fair. All right. Episode two. Let's go. Let's go. It's like, what is this? It's, well, it's a fucking blue dragon. Yes, dragons are insanely calculating. Yes, very much so. Me, 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 me. I'm gathering intelligence. Yeah. Sorely lack. <laughs> it's basically like, they're here. It's like, oh god, they're still alive. We know. It's like, what do you mean? Did, would you kill it? How did you survive? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, how did you survive? It's like, oh, that's trade secret. Sorry. Like, we hid. We hid until it flew away. Why don't we barter with it? Yeah, let's just give it a handshake and some beer and call it a fucking day. How's that yeah. gonna work? Is that not what you usually do for a dragon? I mean, the king's right. He's like, what would you have me do? Like, it's true. I don't think they're working with him. I think it's them. Which one do you think it is, then? Do you think it's all of them? No, I won't say because I know. Okay, that's fair. So I won't say who. Gilmore! <laughs> We're flat fucking broke, yeah. 
It's like the way he dotes on you, you're not going to have any issues, Beth. <laughs> yes, Galen, tell me your ideas. <laughs> it's just like, tell it to my bear. Tell it to my bear. Gilmore's glorious goods. Oh, this guy, that's right. I love Gilmore. Me I'm too. Sorry. He's my favorite character. That's valid. I love Gilmore. The fucking flirting between him and that. Va- oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. All you have to do is take your clothes off and you get everything you want for free. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like, Pike's like, I'm here. Please keep everything on. <laughs> 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 Tusk love. It's fucking smut. That is a <laughs> book that's from the second campaign. <laughs> Leave it to me to find the smut. <laughs> and they're like, look, we can't afford anything. Can you just please give us some information? Well, no one knows how to kill a dragon. Thanks. Like nobody's, nobody's sure. In a gorge with a twin. Why does everything on an adventure have to be so cryptic? Like the worm can only meet its defeat in the gorge where the twin rivers meet. Yeah, that's that's helpful. What gorge? What worm? <laughs> but it's just like, like there's so many gorges in the world. Like really. <laughs> If we make it out alive, I owe you dinner, Gilmore. And Gilmore's like, no, no. No, no. You, you owe, owe me, me your dick. That. You owe me way more than that. You owe me your dick and then some. Oh, Grog, he's like, what What are we doing? Creepy little taint raisin. Yep. The description here. Oh, yeah. Very colorful descriptions to be fair. Scanlan, you are the brains of nothing. Featherhead, yeah. her stupid featherhead. So Scanlan hides in the mead. That Grog is drinking. That he just burps up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think Grog had any complaints about drinking that whole tankard. Not at all. Nah. Look at those bridges. Just so very high. <laughs> like that, like shit. Do you really want to think through if you want to go through there? Uh huh. Thinking, Grover. Oh, Scanlan. Oh, Scanlan. Grog's like, but I really want a sandwich. I'm hungry. And they got him a sandwich. What he needs is a uh, Sam Winchester Scooby Doo crossover size. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he needs. Cartoon style sandwiches. Said <laughs> Scanlan on fire. Oops. It's just a damn fucking door. And this is where Vax comes in. There's a reason you like to have a rogue in your party. You literally just unlock the giant door with a toothpick. Yep. <laughs> hey, we all just go to check the trap door covered by a rug. 
while Vex is like, let's, you do this, you do that, and Vex is like, no. Yeah, she's like, no, no. He caught you blue-handed. General Krieg is planning to- <laughs> You were saying? General Krieg stabs him in the back! Did you not notice the eyes? He's not in league, you fool. Just like you think he's in league with the dragons? You wish he was just in league with the dragon. Nope, you don't got him. No, you do not, my dude. Uh, Keyleth it, throwing a little bit of shade right there. I uh, When I first started watching this show, uh, and I heard General Krieg, I'm going, for a first, like I'm like, it doesn't sound as deep as Gobber. Yeah. From How to Train Your Dragon. Uh-huh. Like, but I know that. And then he, I just, the way he says certain things, my mind just went, there it is. Yep, David Tennant. There's my doctor. That spell that Does, Pike is using to like yeah. see the magic is a spell called detect magic. That's detect magic. And Asha has that, right? Uh, she might. If she doesn't oh. at the moment, she has the ability to find, to get okay. it. Yeah. <clears throat> that way you can tell whether or not things are uh, magical in nature or not. Like a portal th- through the dragonborn's ass. ass. Through the ass. <laughs> He's like, Scanlan, look, my hands. They're in the booty. They're <laughs> I'm just gonna keep a lookout. No, you're not. It's just like, uh, now we're in a giant cave. It's kind of how I felt earlier while playing Hogwarts Legacy. I'm just like, where the fuck did I end up? <laughs> I started exploring. Like, I'm only at level three or four of the story. <laughs> look at the way they look with all of the gold. They're like, oh, gold, gold. Look at all the money. And it now is I'm getting so cursed. I'm I'm getting total um, Aladdin vibes here. Oh yeah, the and, cave of uh, wonders. Dragon hordes, especially by like chromatic dragons, super fucking cursed. Super cursed. Those are pretty. Those are probably part of the dragon. I. It's got eyes. It does. <clears throat> did I do that? <laughs> like, did I do that? I didn't do that. Did I do that? Grimsythe. Grimsythe. Now, in this world, can all the dragons shift into human beings? Or just a few? If they're powerful enough. they have okay. to, It has to be a required power. I gotcha. You can't tell me that doesn't look super fucking painful. It does. Transforming from a person into a dragon. Or it could feel or it could feel very relieving because your natural state is a dragon. True. And they're getting their asses handed to them by the giant dragon. (laughs) Are you alright? No. (laughs) Like, no, no. I've been electrocuted many times. Fools will devour you all. Scanlan, please move. Scanlan, time to run. <laughs> Immediately just screaming for Pike. He's like, oh my god, help, help, Spike, help. <clears throat> Pike and Scanlan are both gnomes, by the way. They're different types yes. of gnomes, but they're both gnomes. They're both small. Vax <laughs> <laughs> is like, oh shit, yeah, Gilmore did say things besides flirting. Uh, what was I gonna ask? Shit. Damn it, I was gonna ask something about this and I completely forgot. The neck. That's where the twin rivers meet. Yeah, it's got the veins right there. Yep. Well, why are we calling it a worm? A dragon is not a worm. So in D&D, they're, it's not W-O-R-M, it's W-Y-R-M, and that's another way to say dragon. I call uh, them the worm. Okay. Oh, yeah. My question is, Percy's guns. Yeah. 
Does he have unlimited ammo or? No, he has to make them. Okay. Yeah, there's a whole process of like buying gunpowder and like all, which is not kind of gunpowder. It's called, I think they call it black powder. Okay. And like all of this other stuff. And he has to make them and everything like that. And his gun can misfire. It has a chance of misfiring, um, which is quite high. And if it misfires, it breaks the gun and deals him damage. All right. And he has to reload it every certain amount of shots. It's fine what? if you're a high level like fighter who can you know who has this ability, but when you're at the lower levels, man, like every other turn you're just you spend it reloading your gun. All right. And how do they well, survive that? Scantlin. Oh, they're it's a uh illusion. illusion. Yeah. Smart. He looks like, oh fuck, I gotta fight a dragon. So you can do it, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. To be fair, if somebody just put you in front of a dragon, you'd probably be thinking to yourself, fuck, I gotta find a dragon. I'd just be like, uh, we're fucked. Yeah. We're fucked. I'm sorry. Keyleth, in all honesty, is what everybody would be in this actual situation as a normal person. Scanlan's giant punch. Scanlan's hand. <laughs> as it's he a whole it. running gag, that hand. Scanlan's giant hand. But why did he slid throat horizontally and not vertically? Because the the twin veins are one on each side of that neck, so he's ah okay okay see things I don't think of. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Rage, like to rage. In a, for a barbarian, they can go into a rage, and every time Grog wanted to go into a rage or Travis Willingham, he had said, "I would like to rage," and then <laughs> he would go into the rage. I love it. Me too. It's very hard to kill a barbarian. They have a stupid he amount of hit points. That dragon's head yeah. in half. Yep. Grog is ridiculously strong. Just, just rip off a, a dragon tooth. You can't tell me that's not Val vibes right there. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I mean, that's something Val would do a hundred percent. I don't know if Val would put it in her pants the way Grog did, though. No! <laughs> not really into having giant dragon tooth that's all bloody down your pants. I'm not a fan of... Well, Val and I both are not fans of having excess shit on our bodies. Fair. You can be nostalgic as you run. Let's run go. Run and throw it, Max. Jesus. Run and throw the coin. <clears throat> now they're declared heroes. <laughs> I also can't believe I'm honoring you all with this. <laughs> Where's the money? <laughs> Where's our reward? Yeah, they win a house. It's like, thanks, but we still need money. It's like, no, you're not selling the house that we gifted to you. Scanlan. They're all literally, for the most part, homeless. So, like, they are homeless. Great. So, <laughs> I'm ruining a moment. Thanks. Suspect that Krieg might have been part of a larger plot. Ooh. No shit, Krieg did say we. Yeah. You know, and, and the giant rug that had the heads of all of the different dragons on it was a little bit of a giveaway, so. Right. Ooh, now we're looking at the Briarwood. Ah. Uh, look how pale and gone this driver is. Yep. <clears throat> they were giving me very much uh from blood and ash uh people in power vibes they're um 
pure, unadulterated evil. Yeah. Yeah. To the point of murder, torture, slaughter, what accounts to soul stealing. Yeah. Are they vampires? He is. He is. Lord Briarwood is a vampire. She's a necromancer. So. Yes. Silas and Delilah Briarwood. I'm surprised Silas didn't lick his glove clean. Uh, not enough decorum for that, darling. Uh, fair. Fair. And they're on their way to Amon. So, we've officially watched the first, first two, two episodes, episodes of Vox Machina. Which, uh, is that these first two episodes covered so much content like from the campaign like most of this was all like pre actual airing of the campaign stuff mm-hmm. um because we didn't the in the campaign for critical role you don't actually see them destroy the blue dragon to my okay. knowledge um everything with general krieg it was pre-stream so before they started to stream it and then from about this point forward is when the actual stream's gonna start picking up because their encounter with the Briarwoods is is about that time too. So, um, and then so the next episodes will involve the Briarwoods, Percy's backstory, and all of that too. Which he's a tragic bean. So, but you know they're all the tragic way. beans, and that's why we love them. Percy's is an, is especially tragic in in this. He's. He's very goth for a reason. <laughs> so Vax is goth because he's a dramatic bitch. But like Percy is a dramatic, you know, like a goth bitch because trauma. Because so trauma. trauma. So much trauma. This man now has children. Like. <laughs> so he's a, well, he's got a lot on his plate. So, but, uh, but yeah. So what do you think so far? I mean, I love it. It's it's stupid. Yeah. It's great. It's funny. Yeah. It's all There's of the bloodshed. Things. It's all the things that we're got that we we're doing. Yeah. In the, like while we play, but also, I can't wait to get to this kind of level shit too. <laughs> yeah. It's all of the good things about like a D and D campaign. Like the it's it's funny. It's ridiculous. It's weird. You know. It's awesome. Like epic fights and stuff like that too. So. But, uh, but yeah, it's part of the fun. So I'm excited. Now, do you so far have any pairings for any of the members of Vox Machina? What do you mean pairings? Like couples that you ship. Oh, couples that I ship. Mm -hmm. That, uh, Bax. Bax and Gilmore. Valid. Very valid. Vax and Gilmore. That's fair. Uh, anybody else? I I I kind of ship Pike and Grog. Okay, I can see that. They've been <laughs> friends for like a really long time. Um, well before like they met up with like the rest of these guys and stuff like that. So, um, but uh, but yeah, because they've been they've been friends for a super long, and they're like. They're BFFs, so okay. Grog and Pike. They're they're BFFs, so. Like I 100% ship, like I said, Vax and uh, Vax and Gilmore, but mm-hmm. I have a feeling that Vax and Keyleth are gonna date. I don't know. 
You'll find out. I really hope that va- Vaxxin Gilmore just saying. <laughs> I like that combo. The, the thing is, is like, this is campaign, Critical Roles campaign one. They're on to campaign three. I know what happens. I yeah. know all of the end pairings and everything like that, but I'm going to keep that to myself. However, the amount of time it's going to take to get to the point where you find out <laughs> is a long time. It's a long time. Damn. You might, you might come across it in our campaign before they make it into an episode. So. Damn it. <laughs> like, it's, it's a while. I know the end pairings for everyone. <laughs> I will have to ask you off recording. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. So, but, uh, but yeah, I love it. I love the show. I love the fact that they they went through like several studios to get to the point where they went because everybody wanted to make it into a cartoon, but like make it for kids. You know, they wanted no. to make it PG and they kept saying, no, like it's not, you can't PG this. Like it doesn't make sense that way. Like it needs to have all of the gore, the guts, the, yeah. you know, the jokes and all that. Otherwise, what's the point? Like they... And I told them our fans raised eleven million dollars to do this correctly, not for you to fuck it up and make it all PG, you know, or even PG thirteen. Like, no. So if we're gonna, they're like, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do it right. And then they went, and eventually they talked to Amazon, and Amazon's like, yeah. And I don't know how you'd approach it and like not be like, yeah, when they're bringing most of their own budget. They brought $11 million and the cast to the table. (laughs) Like, we have the main cast because everyone at that Critical Role table is a professional voice actor. They're all It's like like, studios. We have brought you the money. We have brought you the cast. Travis Willingham is the voice of Roy Mustang. Like, he, you know, like, it's, they're professional voice actors. And they're just so, like, why you no let us do? <laughs> yeah, and it's just like they're bringing you the money, they're bringing you the cast, they're making their own music, like they're bringing their own fan base pre ready to go. Like they just <laughs> need you to put it together. Yeah, they just need you to put it on something. So and like uh, Sam Regal did most, like a lot of the casting and stuff like that. He called a bunch of the famous people that were involved in it because his. Like, his phone book is just littered with very famous people, so. But, uh, you know, and they they had all this support and everything like that, and they kept saying that, look, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it correctly. They did. They raised $11 million in one Kickstarter. Their their original goal was only, like, to try and produce, like, a two-episode little, like, like a two-episode special. And, uh, like, their farthest like uh a stretch goal was only like five hundred thousand or seven hundred fifty thousand dollars all the fans said take my no, like money. take my fucking money and then yeah within <laughs> like a few like i was in like a week or two or something like that they had 11 million dollars and it was just like you've got to be kidding me so but yeah so they had no but then again the very first time they sold merchandise they sold shirts um they at the beginning of the stream they made the announcement like look we you know we're selling these shirts and everything like that and then they were continuing through some of the other announcements they didn't finish the announcements before all of those shirts were sold out wow yeah and because they did i think they said they did like 15 or 20 like per size and stuff like that before they finished the announcements like it they were sold out and they're just like 
It's like do not okay. do not do not These, underestimate the the, the ferocity the ferocity of dweeb fan bases. Critters. They're called critters. I mean, we're, I'm not talking about ju- like dweebs as in just people who play D&D because yeah. I'm one of them. But I mean, a dweeb for anything. If you follow mm-hmm. anything, it's going to blow up. Like yeah. Disney merch, D&D shit, Loungefly, whatever. Like, Yeah, that's very true. We the, are gremlins uh, and we do not leave the house and we just go, take my money. Yeah, and the critter, <laughs> the critter fandom, which is the name of Critical Role fans, just they came out hard when they wanted that special. They're like, "Yes, we want a special." And then so they went to Amazon, and some people were kind of pissed because they're like, "Well, now I have to subscribe to something, you know, like that I didn't have before." And I'm like, "Okay, first of all, like you were gonna have to subscribe to something no matter who they went to because it was gonna be a streaming service." Because like some people were mad they didn't put it on YouTube, and they're like, "Look, it had to be through a studio." We can't animate this stuff on our own. Like we don't. Right? We're not animators too. And uh, but most people were pretty happy because like a lot of people have Amazon Prime and stuff like that, and it's worth getting if you if you don't. So uh, for a lot of reasons, not just the show, but uh, you know, like and then they were like, okay, well, we made a season one. Don't know if they'll want a season two. And they're like, no, Amazon's like, we want us, we want a season two. Give us a season two. Like you came preloaded with your own fan base. We'll take it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like. And even the fans are like, you better give us a season two. Yeah. We gave you all this money. It's just like, we gave you, it's like, you guys showed up with $11 million. We will make you a season two. Like, that's fine. (laughs) It's just like, yep, let's, let's do that. So, I mean, the critical role is the largest, like, D&D, like, live streamed campaign that's out there. And every Thursday night, they have, like, tens of thousands of people who watch them live who is it play. where is it on twitch no uh, you can watch it on twitch but you can watch it on youtube too they do live on both so but uh but yeah so it's uh it's interesting and you can watch all of the back campaigns on youtube but um i love watching them like i uh i don't get to watch them like consistently and every episode that you watch is like three to four hours long so it's an odyssey yeah to sit and watch it so i don't get a i don't get to keep up on it very often um like i'm very behind on campaign three um and uh i need to catch up on that before they just get too far too far away from me but uh uh, you know, like, it takes so long to sit and, and do it. Because, like, you know, like, same thing with our sessions of three to four hours. And you have, I, I like, guys, I know after editing, they're only, like, two or three hours long. But, like, when we <laughs> play them, it's, like, a four-hour thing. So, it is. So, but it takes a, a while. Like, if you think about, you know, what you do in that four hours. Like, with our last session, we finished a fight. And then we had, like like, in the game from our last session, I think not even 24 hours passed and it took us four hours to get through that so it's it's a thing some you know like it just it takes a while to get through some of this stuff and it's easier if you can put it into like an animated way like these tv shows is you can take a lot of episodes and condense them down into one episode because you know if it takes you four hours to go through 24 hours and your episode goes through a couple of days like it's not such a big deal so yeah but uh but yeah so i imagine that's just that's the hardest part that and like figuring out how to put D mechanics in a show 
Like that would kind of that would be difficult, you know. <laughs> Just be like, hey, like explaining how uh, Vex knows when the dragons are there. Like that's a ranger ability. Jazara has it, but with the um, things that live in the Underdark. So, Makes sense. Yeah. So and like you you choose mm. the different types based on uh, question. I cause I totally mm. forgot when sure. the nameless city got attacked. Did yeah. Jazara feel it? Yeah, that was one of the. <clears throat> um, that was one of the things, like, when she was up on that tower, like, she just, she kept feeling weird, and, like, there okay, was, like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that buzz, right. yeah, that's part of it, yeah. Okay. So, but they were using significant magic to cloak themselves with uh, Major Illusion and a couple other spells to, like, cloak their- Which is why they presence. just, like, they show it up like that. Yeah. Makes yeah, sense. and then, like, the spell dissipates, and then you can see them all, but it was also interfering with her ability to- uh, to sense them so like she could tell there was something there and something was coming but she was having a hard time because of the magic that they put out there so but yeah she could also tell where they were as they're chasing you guys too like through the okay. underdark yeah she could tell where they were so they have to be in a certain distance of you to do that but uh and it works better if they're like rangers have a favored terrain you know like mountains forests uh, yeah in, in jazar's case the underdark so her ability of like favored terrain isn't really going to come into play, you know, unless you guys go back to the Underdark. Um, but um, giving her something else didn't make any sense because it's like she lives in the fucking Underdark and Underdark is a terrain. So like that's her favored terrain. Um, makes but sense. Her, she wouldn't her, know anything else. Yeah, her sensing abilities of those things um, works much better in the Underdark. Uh, but uh, it only qualifies for certain creatures like Vexalia hers is dragons like that's her favorite enemy that's dragons jazara's is um creatures. yeah oh, it's yeah. under dark creatures specifically with the illithids um but uh every ranger picks like a different terrain and a different enemy and stuff like that you can pick trolls you can pick humans if you want to uh you oh can god pick all, yeah you can pick all you kinds pick of a human like and you're surrounded by them it's like yeah. i have a headache i can't remember what <laughs> subclass um vexalia is but keyleth is a moon druid which means that her druids like their big ability depending on what subclass you're in is they can change shape into animals and moon druids have the largest ability and range to change into animals like they have you'll eventually as the episodes go on keyleth will change into a bunch of different animals uh including a saber-toothed tiger which is like one of her main go-tos nice but uh uh that's her special ability as a moon druid. There's uh, star druids. They can turn themselves into constellations instead. Every druid has the ability to turn into animals, but the types of animals that you can turn into drastically changes depending on like um, whether you're a moon druid or you're something else. So, because it's a lot harder for people who aren't moon druids to do it. But there's wildfire druids, uh, which are focus on like fire magic and stuff like that. There's all kinds of different types. Of, there's a uh, uh, spore druids whose uh, abilities are based in mushrooms and stuff like that too so but um aren't we glad that uh asha's aunt is not a druid jucinda you don't know that jucinda's not a spore druid what you don't know what jucinda is that's true i don't know what jucinda is i don't know if jucinda knows what jucinda is so (laughs) (laughs) to be fair she has a deep love of mushrooms maybe she's a spore druid maybe she's just on acid we don't really know She's on, a, she's on shrooms. She's on shrooms. That's... That is for sure. Like, 
she's a vamp she's a full vampire so like that kind of shit can't really kill her but it'll fuck her up so it does other things to her instead so it's just kind of like okay you all right jacinda and she's, no she's, she's fine she's real chill so but uh it, it definitely would have killed a lesser person many years ago so yeah but uh Jacinda is like her brother um, and is very old. She's very, very old. So is uh, um, Ash's dad, Ash's grandfather, and her aunt Jacinda are all very old. So their mother was alive during the calamity. Oh! Yeah. So they're they're very old. So Asha's mom likes them old. So no, their mother was alive. So her grandmother, Asha's grandmother, was alive during the calamity. Yeah, I'm saying Asha's mother must like older men because her. Well, Asha's mom is a drow, and drows live a long time—not quite as long as a vampire, but a couple hundred years is easy. So. They're those high elves. They're not quite Lord of the Rings style where they've lived for eons. But uh, <laughs> the drow, as long as you're a full a full elf, you'll you'll see a couple hundred years easy. So all right. So, but um, so but he is older than her, likely by a at least a century. But like, it's not such a huge age gap okay. in like in the way maturity happens between the two species. Right. So like they're they're pretty even. He's a little older than her. Like if you were to equate it, like I would say ten years, you know, like in human years, kind of a situation. Maybe like probably okay. bump it down to between five and seven, I guess. That's yeah, so. not terrible. Yeah, it's, it's not that I bad. It. Buck, he wants out of my room. So, but uh, but yeah, you know. So like it, it just depends. It's one of the reasons. Like when I made the school, I really had to sit and think about how that fucking school was formed. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to separate everybody by race, but every race like matures at a different fucking rate. <laughs> like the hobbits definitely are maturing. Like they don't reach ma- their the human equivalent of eighteen for for halflings is like thirty five. So like you can't have. 18 year old halflings and 18 year old humans in school at the same time because those are are equivalent of very different ages so like it was it was a whole thing of figuring out like well i don't want them all separate all the time but i don't well you should just you can probably just have like them i would say you can um you can do the school where like instead of going by how old they are in age you can just Mm -hmm. do it by how old they are in maturity so like yeah, the six-year-old humans will be in the same classes with like the twenty-year-old halflings. I don't know how the math works. Yeah, like I did that for the for some of the years when I when I made it. My problem is is that because thirty-five is the age of maturity for halflings, but it only takes eighteen years for a human. So there's a couple of years for a halfling that would be the equivalent of like human six, you know? So like, but you still have to move forward like every year. Yeah. So there, I did it so that in the very first stages of education, everybody is together. 
when they are okay. at that equivalency stage. But, you know, like when you're very, very little and like just you just want to play and you don't really give a shit how old or, you know, anybody is or stuff like that. So like they were all everybody is together at the very beginning. But then as that maturity, like separation starts to grow, then people get separated out in groups like okay. um, tieflings and humans like mature at a very similar rate. So they're in classes together. But like the vampires the damp fear and like the drow are together because they mature in a much more similar okay. way and stuff like that so like and uh you don't get like a total separation until you get like very specific age points that are different so but uh makes sense for the most part like they went from being all together to being grouped kind of separately to being grouped a little more separately but still together and stuff like that and even at that stage uh where you know like there's an age gap and stuff like that there's still like some overlapping in classes that are for certain like like electives and things like that yeah and that makes sense and like i don't think and i highly doubt that anyone who lives there would have an issue Nah. And then, like, the amount of years you go to school is different. Like, the humans and the tieflings are only going to school until they're 18. But the halflings have to go to school for longer, so they're there until they're 35. Yeah. So, so you Sorry, know. Sorry, like, you develop slower. It's just, like, you know, you just, you age slower, so, like, it, you know, like, it, you're learning most of the same information. You're just being given to it at a different pace, so... But, uh, but yeah, so like, that's kind of the, the route that I went when I made the school. And then like, that's, there's just the one school, like, that's just all there is to it. So I didn't want to make more than one school or anything like that. There's just the one school. So, cause I didn't want there to be like an elite school and then like a public school and like all that. And I, though, um, the, uh, five families do have separate training in certain schoolings, like extra classes and stuff like that for their for their children so especially the dwarves the dwarves in particular had a lot of extra training for their for their kids so and all of the cl- extra classes val probably had to attend so Let's etiquette classes uh, you yeah. know val is politic in- classes you know val is sitting in all those classes just trying to think of what can i do and you know those and etiquette classes were taught by her mother her mother Yes. If not by her mother, one of her mother's extremely trusted friends yep. or whatever, like underlings, and they just they oh, will yeah. report everything right back to her. So Val is just fucked. Yep. The political classes, <clears throat> some of which are taught by your mother, some of which are taught by your father. Now, see, so. I would assume most of the political ones will be taught by dad since dad governs a lot. Mom knows the um, other side of stuff. Mom knows, yeah. like, the balls, the etiquette, the the, she, the the foods, the the decorum. Yeah, she would have taught Val, however, at like when Val hit those early, those mid teenage years, like the equivalent of like fifteen, sixteen, uh-huh. would have started teaching her how to navigate politically better as as a woman and like how to use some of that. What's your other question? My other question is is I mean it, it's a question for me, but I, since you're the DM, I must ask you. Um, has Val undergone any, like, sensual training as part of her, you know, way around the politics? Okay. No. No, your mother is horrified at the prospect of you dating, and that would be a rigorous, rigorous inspection of anyone (laughs) you so much as looked at for more than two seconds. Your mother... (laughs) 
the second you make eye contact with somebody <laughs> for more than two seconds is there. It is vetting <laughs> that person like nobody's business. And just, you know, in the show, the movie Turning Red, mm-hmm. the mom who freaks the fuck out at a drawing. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. Uh, a little more subtle about it. Not a lot. Um, but what Val- You literally describe my mom. Because I kid you not, we were walking down the street around, like, we just because we're doing, like, a, a longer loop around our neighborhood. Uh-huh. We get to the street side, like, right where the In-N-Out is. Uh-huh. And we turn, and people are looking at us, and I sh- and I see them. Yeah. And I, but, like, I swear to God, I, I saw it happen. Like, I'm, I'm watching it from the corner of my eye, and my mom gives them one hell of a, like, a side eye that I see them go from looking at me to just, nope. <laughs> yeah. Like, yep, yeah. that is Val's mother as well. So, yeah, that's great. Um, what uh, Val probably doesn't know, however, is while her mother is upfront about being terrifying about anybody who looks at Val or Val looks at, it's her father that's the really fucking scary one because he threatens them all with a smile on his face and reminds them all. He can have them sent to prison at any given moment and, and they will spend the rest of their days in a hole they will never get out of because he's the reason uh, that anybody gets in or out of it. <laughs> so, And he says all of that with a smile on his face, claps them on the shoulder and then walks, and walks away. away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So your mother would love to like set up something and like vet like these people and like know all of their criteria your father's just shutting all of it down <laughs> start terrifying anybody so like you might look at somebody and like your mom is like paying attention to the people you're looking at but your dad's looking at anybody who's looking at you <laughs> you are his only child and his only daughter like no 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 he is standing there like he is also a tiefling and like that is like horns activated tail yep. activated, tail like, swishing just uh-uh. laser focus like mm. <laughs> so yeah yeah your your mother's up front with the terrifying but your father is the more terrifying of the two yeah, in that it makes a lot of sense so yeah your mother would be horrified at the idea of somebody holding your hand so like there's no there's none of anything else going on so it's inappropriate if val has ever had a date it is after hiding it from her mother or because it was arranged by her mother we're gonna go with it was arranged uh like and it's always always chaperoned of course it is always chaperoned but uh yeah no i i think maybe one time like because a guard or somebody has to like follow around and uh maybe before your mother was quite aware that like maybe maybe val complained to her mother that she doesn't like these old people following her around only when she's supposed to be on these dates it might have gotten like jazara to do it because like here's somebody who's more in your peer group before she realized that her and jazara were friends <laughs> jazara would have spent the entire time following them around just alternating between oh my fucking god i don't want to be here too how do i fuck with val every <laughs> t- without this person noticing and she would and, like every time like what, val what? would make contact with jazara she'd just be like mm. <laughs> but but see you wouldn't be fucking with Val you, you be, would be fucking with the guy cause you know if it was an arranged date via Val's mom uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Val is not having a good time. Val doesn't That's want to fair. be there. That's so fair. you, like, Val and ja- Jazz would just have concocted something and be like, eye contact, language, it's just... I look at you, you do this, we move on. <laughs> like dropping a casual comment. It's just like, oh, well, uh, I s- have you eaten any more of those uh, fireworms you found the other day? <laughs> pulling out fireworms out of your pocket like me. <laughs> just like, I'm so glad you asked. Just to freak him out. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely, especially as they get, I feel like her being put in charge of like like the chaperone things would have been early on in their friendship. Uh, and like when then like Val was like a teenager and like a like a young teenager and stuff like that. And uh so it's like them kind of starting to get to know each other while like fucking with these yeah. people. Yeah. Like while fucking with people. It's just like, yeah, no, that makes sense. And then going to report everything that happened to Ash <laughs> like right after right? that. <laughs> I can see that. So yes, uh Val's had some very uncomfortable dates. Whether she's ever had any in secret like that are of her own choice is up to you. But you've had some very uncomfortable setups. <laughs> so. It's fair. <laughs> I can see that. It's very uncomfortable, like, walking in absolute silences and stuff like that. So, And the the uh, population of the city is not huge. So, like, no. all of your mother's, like, noble friends who have people children around your age is we probably had to either have been set up with or have had to avoid in some way so Uh -uh. oh yeah Uh uh-huh so those are those have been fun so whether or not val's dated anybody is up to you but like in secret but uh you know or if was ever interested in any of the people that her mom set her up with probably not but like maybe so that's up to you i'm gonna go with no It's just like you you didn't like Randall from the uh Crystal Catcher family who talks like <laughs> That would be when Val is trying very, very hard to not cause a civil war <laughs> by just smashing this guy in with her tail. You look really pretty today. <laughs> Breathe one more time and see how pretty I look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Val wouldn't like that? Uh-uh. No, no. No, okay. no not, not even the slightest. Well, I guess that's understandable. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So... You like the Legend of Vox Machina so far? I do. Good. I'm looking forward to it as we go because I've only seen like the first couple of episodes. I'd like to watch the whole series. This is how I watch TV now. <laughs> like, I just, watch TV now. just I force you and we force each other to sit down and just like we're watching this now. Okay. Yep. So it's just like, hey, you need we need to watch this. So like, I don't watch a, a like I don't watch a whole lot of TV. So like, this is one of the ways I'm consuming media. So. Same. It's just like, I need, hey, like, hey, Ani, I need to watch the show. Can we watch it for the podcast so I actually watch it? Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> yes. So, but yeah. So, I had a lot of fun watching The Legend of Vox Machina. I can't wait to watch some more. I really can't wait for them to release the Mighty Nine stuff. That'll be really cool. 
Um, I don't know if they're doing like a, another series like this one or if they're doing like a special or something. I didn't really read too far into it, but um, I'm Who excited knows? either way. I hope it's a series like this one simply for the visuals I'll get to see of Wild Mount, which is where our campaign takes place in. So I want I want that. So <laughs> I want the visuals for where we're going. So but uh It'll be a lot of fun to continue uh, on and off with the series mixed with Hell of a Boss. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll switch those in and out uh, here and there. And uh, yeah, so it should be a lot of fun for, for everybody. I hope you guys enjoy this. This is kind of like a crossover between like our D&D stuff and our review stuff. So especially We are now because- reviewing a visual D&D. Yeah, especially because it's set in the same world our campaign is set in. So, um, but uh, but yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it gives you, um, if you've never played D and D before, I hope this kind of like helps you get in that direction because D and D is a lot of fun. So right, I'm having a lot of so fun. much fun. A lot of fun, even more chaos, and uh, yeah. So. Uh, We will see you guys next time for our next episode. And um, be wild, be weird, play some D&D. Yar! (laughs) Lord, okay. Uh, uh, don't, don't, Don't ask. Tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns.